Happy Holidays! Yeah, that, I don't know. Uh, that was kind of weird. I, I was thinking about how many holidays we have nowadays, and uh, whenever you're reading this or listening to this, it's probably close to some holiday, some official holiday even. And, uh, of course, we don't close the banks and the post office and, and the government offices for all of the holidays, but there is also this kind of unofficial calendar that the world has conceded to to give these special emphases on. Uh, apparently, anyone can can create an unofficial holiday. Pretty easy. You can you can search that out on the internet on your own. Um, but of all the holidays, official and non-official, most are focused on people. In some context, there's like official ones, right? Uh, Mother's Day, Father's Day, Valentine's Day, Veterans Day, Memorial Day, President's Day, birthdays. And then there's the others you've heard of, like uh, Secretary's Day, Siblings Day, and so forth. And then you got some real crazy ones that just go off, uh, you know, off topic almost. Like Polar Bear Plunge Day, Answer Your Cat's Questions Day. Uh, something on a stick day and dance like a chicken day and well, uh, a ton more right <laughs> but but there's three national holidays I was thinking about and at their roots they're not focusing on mankind or the things of the world we just um, celebrated Thanksgiving the other day and uh, we know of course that we should always be thankful not just on Thanksgiving and uh, we're not just thankful either. We are thankful to someone. It's, I don't think you can be thankful unless you're thankful to someone. It's got to be directed at someone. And for believers, that's the Lord Jesus Christ. And next Christmas is on the way, right? Just uh, a few more days uh, at this point. And then, then in a few months, we got Easter. And these holidays have one thing in common. They are all about the Lord. Our lives at its core is meant to be about the Lord 365 days a year. Not just on those holidays. And I think we all know that as believers. I mean, God gives us a lot of blessings and a lot of friends that who we love and we're even commanded to love. But foundationally... At the root, uh, the area in our life where all that love and, and concern and purpose stems from and flows from is all about Jesus Christ. It's from Him working in our lives. Talking about Jesus, Paul says it this way in Colossians 1.16. I love this. For by Him all things were created in heaven and on earth, visible and invisible, whether thrones or dominions or rulers or authorities, all things were created through him and for him. I think there's something majorly wrong with the world today. We seem to think it's all about us, right? I mean, that's mostly how we live. Somehow we, we think that putting our focus on ourselves will possibly cure our discontentment with life and our depression and, and everything's going to be peachy now right uh, it won't focusing on ourselves 
does not fix anything. <laughs> and we, we take these things where they're called selfies. You know what those are, right? Um, you take your phone and you hold it out as far as you can and you, you smile and you, you try different angles. Some people take like 10 a day um, and then pick out the best ones and put them on the internet or Facebook, uh, Twitter. Uh, we even sometimes put these filters on the, on the pictures we take and, and some people even Photoshop some of the flaws away so we look better to everyone who sees our pictures and and, and we're, we're creating for ourselves we're advertising for ourselves and trying to put ourselves in a better life than we really are and we're so overly concerned about that we want people to like us and it's all about us we might even keep an old picture on our uh, as our profile from way back when we felt better about ourselves or or maybe even some people don't even put a picture up because they, they don't like what they feel they see, right? So, but what I'm saying is, is that too much of the time, I am way too obsessed with my own image in the mirror and on Facebook and my own self in this life. Life is not meant to be all about me. So I, I want us to follow a, a timeline in the scriptures to help us understand this. I, I think this is great. Um, let's begin right there in Genesis chapter 1. God created man in whose image? You know this, right? Here's what it says. Genesis 1.26 Then God said, Let us make man in our image. So, so God singular said, uh, Let us. Which I, I believe is a, a, one of the many, many pointers to the Trinity. The Father, Son, and the Holy Spirit. Right there. Um, that's for, for another time. But you know, a picture is an image, right? When you show a picture of, of one of, uh, maybe if you have grandchildren, right? You, you show it to a friend. And it can cause a conversation to develop. And you begin to brag on the person that this image represents. And we talk about all the good qualities and, and why we love them so much. But mankind was created in the image of God. And as an image, when people see us, our life should be a picture that causes conversations to develop that glorify Jesus and show him to be as beautiful as he truly is and let others know why we love him so much. So then just two verses later in Genesis chapter 1 verse 28, it says this, God blessed them and said to them, Be fruitful and multiply and fill the earth and subdue it. So, so mankind was to multiply and fill up the earth with what? With images of God's glory. And to, to subdue and oversee and rule the world with the good qualities and the character of God. And they were to image those things as they ruled the earth. Um, then what happens next? Well, you know, in Genesis chapter 3, right? Satan told Eve they would not die if they disobeyed God. In fact, if they ate of the fruit God said not to, they would be like God. So what happened all of a sudden? It became all about them instead of about God. And the image of God in mankind was distorted with sin 
So um, Adam and his wife Eve, they left the garden and they began multiplying and filling the earth with images of God that were distorted with sin. What happened next in the timeline is it didn't take that long and the earth was full of self-centered people who cared nothing for their creator and they only wanted glory for themselves. Genesis 6, 8 says though, but Noah found favor in the eyes of the Lord. And down to verse 12, and God saw the earth and behold, it was corrupt for all flesh had corrupted their way on the earth. And so the day came when God sent a worldwide flood and the earth was rebooted, you might say. But Noah and his, his families uh, were, were rescued, they were saved. And then in Genesis chapter 9, um, verse 1, says this, And God blessed Noah and his sons and said to them, Be fruitful and multiply and fill the earth. So the waters uh, subsided and, and God repeats mankind's job description. And what we know about Noah is the Bible tells us that he walked with God. So he had fellowship with God. Um, and in Hebrews 11, it says, He was made righteous in God's eyes through faith. So I believe that Noah was once again commanded to fill the earth with people who walked with God in faith. Uh, and, and God tells them, make more image bearers, right? He wanted the earth to be filled with people who walked with him. Once again, it didn't take long for mankind to turn their eyes away from God back to themselves. Mankind was still connected to, to Adam and Eve and their sin. And so these were the offspring of Adam and Eve. And, and they came out of the womb as people who were out of fellowship with God. And God wanted them to believe his words of hope and rest in him because the coming Messiah was uh, their only hope. But they didn't. Most of mankind turned their eyes back on themselves. Genesis 11:4. Come, they said, let us build for ourselves a city with a tower that reaches to the heavens, that we may make a name for ourselves and not be scattered over the face of all the earth. Notice how the, the mission had changed since the reboot. Instead of ruling the earth for the sake of God's glory and his kingdom, they wanted to make a kingdom for themselves uh, with a goal to share their own glory to, to all those who came after them, it seems, right? Uh, but God confused their language and scattered them across the earth. That was the Tower, tower of Babel, right? So uh, let's just uh, fast forward a bit and... Um, to the time of Jesus, you know, he came, he lived the perfect life, he died the sinner's death uh, that we deserve, and he rose from the grave to give us new life and fellowship with God. In that sense, God works in believers to make us a new creation in the image of God through Jesus Christ. Let's look at 2 Corinthians 3.18, one of my all-time favorites. It says, And we all, with unveiled face, 
beholding the glory of the Lord are being transformed into the same image from one degree of glory to another. For this comes from the Lord, who is the Spirit. So there is that word image again. Through Jesus, God fixed the distortion that, that sin made in, in our life when we believe in Jesus because of Adam's fall. Uh, so God uh, did not leave us without hope. We can once again display a picture of Jesus in our life. So we're changed positionally when we come to Christ, and then that image begins to come into focus of Jesus as we keep looking to the Lord. All right, so in closing, just to review here, God told Adam and Eve, who were made in God's image, he said, Genesis 1.28, multiply and fill the earth and subdue it. Uh, to Noah, who walked with God through faith, he said, Genesis 9.1, be fruitful and, and multiply and fill the earth. When man wanted to make a name for himself at the Tower of Babel, he said no, and he actually scattered man uh, across the world. Remember, they didn't want to be scattered. Um, they didn't want to go to all the earth and uh, multiply the image of a God. They wanted to settle down and make a name for themselves. But God scattered them. Now more recently, what did Jesus say to his disciples before he ascended into heaven? Matthew 28, 18, beginning there, we know this. And Jesus came and said to them, All authority in heaven and on earth has been given to me. Go therefore and make disciples of all nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit, teaching them to observe all that I have commanded you. And behold, I am with you always to the end of the age. So in other words, <laughs> multiply and fill the world with the image of God. Share the good news of Jesus, of who he is, and, and display his image so that all people might see his beauty and, and talk about him and glorify him and, and speak of how and why they love him so much because he first loved us. Remember, it's not all about us. It's all about him. We do love him because he first loved us. But he comes first. He's at the root. Like the song says, turn your eyes upon Jesus. Right? That's what we need to do every day. It might be Thanksgiving, Christmas, or, or Easter, or it might be um, answer your cat's questions day. It doesn't matter. As a believer, we are to walk. I'm looking to Jesus. It's all about him. And we are to, to share his beauty with all those throughout the world. Father God, thank you for your word today. Thank you that you are the answer, Father. You are our only hope in our sorrow, in, in depression, in many troubles. You are the one that brings us joy. Looking inward um, cannot do that. It only lets us see our sin. But you became sin for us on the cross. And you, you were paid the wages of our sin. And you rose from the grave. So now we can look to you. You're our only hope. You give us peace 
with God, forgiveness, fellowship. So uh, we are always, Lord, to be looking to you. Help us to do that every single day, to find our strength in you and what you did for us on the cross. We love you so much. In Jesus' name, amen.